Time now for another Bob and Tom Extra. This is Christopher. You know, we get you to work every morning on the Bob and Tom Show. Now, every afternoon at 3, we're going to post a little extra for you to get you laughing on your way home or whenever you download this thing. Coming up on the show today, March Madness, Donnie Baker, Wasting Money, and Floyd calls in right after this word. To be honest, I'd never heard of the first bank that treats you like a guy who said someone glued his ass to a toilet seat. <laughs> this man came in and said he'd never heard of the first bank that treats you like a guy who says someone glued his ass to a toilet seat. Frankly, we weren't surprised. Our bank was originally known simply as the first practical joke bank. Then we became the first bank that laughs at you like you're a man who sat on a whoopee cushion. Later, we were acquired by a larger bank, the first bank that treats you like a man who sat on ketchup packets under the toilet seat. Then we merged with the first bank that snickers at you like you have a kick me sign on your back. Finally, just two weeks ago, we became the first bank that treats you like a guy who says someone glued his ass to a toilet seat. I needed a loan and wanted to see what the first bank that treats you like a guy who says someone glued his ass to a toilet seat could do for me. The man came in and said he needed a loan. We asked him to have a seat. He declined. I spoke to a loan officer. We had the man speak to a loan officer, but first we made him shout for help for 15 minutes. They asked me a few questions. We asked the man if he would please pull our finger we also ask if he would get on the intercom and page Harry Groin. To make a long story short, I got the loan. We gave the man the loan, but just to be funny, we put a dye packet in the cash. The first bank that treats you like a guy who says someone glued his ass to a toilet seat. We may ignore our customers for a little while, but we always help them in the end. <laughs> get it? In the end? <laughs> the first bank that treats you like a guy who says someone glued his ass to a toilet seat. We're the best bank in town. No ifs, ands, or buts. <laughs> buts. <laughs> Killing myself over here. Oh, how about this one? We'll hang on to your assets. <laughs> you bet your bottom dollar. <laughs> We're just waiting for the cast to actually show up for work. Here's more Bob and Tom Extra. And once again, uh, this office worker spending uh, work hours glued to March Madness brackets, uh, costing U.S. employee employers billions of dollars, Tom. This is a new uh, figure. According to Challenger Gray and Christmas, U.S. employers stand to lose about $13.3 billion. This statistic is a fraud. I, ju- I just don't believe it. That's a lot of money. It nope. is. Hey, get to, enjoy some enjoy some basketball. If if you're, if you're at your job, maybe uh, some, you can talk to your talk to people that work there. Have a little life. Yeah, it's called morale. God, actually, Warren Buffett. Uh, if anybody knows about business, maybe it's Mr. Buffett. He has a million dollar prize for his employees if they get a perfect. What Andrew, is it? like a million a year for life if I you get a bracket. Printed perfect. a bracket. I'm going to fill it out and I'm going to follow oh, along. I'll hold my breath. Andrew Fighting. Challenger, a vice president in the Challenger Gray and Christmas firm. Of course, he yes. he received Mr. his Mr. job. Mr. Buzzkill didn't uh, no, get it. No, he has. A, he, he he he's thinking like you are, Tom. The tournament is a perfect opportunity to, for colleagues to bond in the workplace. You know how we all bond. Would you like me to print you a no. bracket? No, thank so you. So at this Anyone? firm, do they have a do they have an office pool? Any attempt to keep workers from the games would most likely result in real damage to employee morale, loyalty, and engagement that would far outweigh any short-term benefit exactly. to productivity. There you go. This is the only thing this, these guys are ever <clears> in the <throat> news, right? 
Challenger Grand Cru. Yeah, you don't hear them. They don't do the. Uh, this is like the annual, Price Waterhouse. This, this is like the annual. How much is it going to cost for your turkey this year? Or the twelve days of Christmas? How much will it cost? Or how many pounds of potato chips are eaten on Super Bowl yeah, Sunday? Yeah, this, this story comes around every year. Yeah. Okay, call Buzzkill. It's time for the uh, thing. Now, uh, Chick, I found a story for you that I I found absolutely fascinating. Josh, be prepared to throw something. Okay. Do you have anything from the Gucci people, Christy? Yes. You know, Gucci, the remember the great scene. Of course she does. Remember the great scene. In I have quite a few placing things. saddles there in the saddles. G O O. Gucci. I have quite a few things from Gucci. Would you like to see some? Uh, I didn't bring any with me today. No, but... I I wouldn't know Gucci if I. They make yes, those you horrific would. glasses with the big. Isn't that, don't they make those? What are the glasses that have the big initials on them? But almost all designers do that. They'll be with the huge ones in the yeah. Sun. What are yeah, what is that? Is that Gucci though? Or? Gucci, Chanel, Prada, all of them yeah, do it. But it's pathetic. Gucci is now selling tennis shoes that appear worn out and distressed. Gucci, Gucci, Gucci. For eight hundred and seventy dollars. Good lord! The Italian. <laughs> They sure are proud of those sneakers, aren't the Italian they? Italian yeah. fashion designers are selling these so-called dirty sneakers, uh, but they're new. Because the shoe is influenced by classic trainers from the 70s, according to the website, called the Screener Sneakers. They feature a vintage Gucci logo treated for an all-over distressed effect. Well, I want to see these. They are ridiculous. They just look looks oh. like an, it looks like an old pair of tennis shoes. Except how much did you say they were? 870 870 bucks. Man, oh, man. So I, this is just yes. pathetic that people would want to get shoes like this just because they're from Gucci. This will help. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, Bob and Tom, it's Donnie Baker. Hey, Donnie. Uh, what the hell? You, you can sell your old worn-out sneakers for 870 bucks? No, these are actually new sneakers, <laughs> but they just look dirty. They look dirty. They do I mean, if that's dirty. the case, then I have about... Hang on a second. Three, seven, ticket, times square, right Two. You doing math? Two pairs oh divided by two pairs. <laughs> book value. <laughs> by, by my mouth, I got about seven grand worth of old dirty, worn-out shoes laying around the house. Why the hell did I come into work today? <laughs> well, uh, I think this is just a scam. Well, I've been trying to come up with a new side hustle to get me out of this stupid loading dock. Can I can I run some of uh, my other business ideas by you guys? Oh, Please, sure. What yeah. do you got? So my first invention is like um, a taxi. Only it's people using their own cars as taxis to drive other people uh, around. That Donnie, that's called Uber. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's hey, been done. And hold your best pig, Tom. I wasn't done. Oh. With mine, all the drivers are all natural, big-breasted, topless women. Oh. oh. I'm calling it boobers. <laughs> and with my service, if your driver takes the road riddled with Chuck Hose, you ain't going to mind at all. Because you're going to be getting more bounce for your buck. Sure. It's be all naturals. No <laughs> fake hammers. And if a lady drivers have had boob jobs, yeah. then they have to self-report and drive from another taxi company called Lifted. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, Lift. I think it's been... I think it's been. That ain't all, Bob and Tom. With the popularity <laughs> of CBD and the marijuana nowadays, I'm setting up a rideshare company where the passengers are allowed to smoke weed right there in the back of your car. Oh, really? oh. Calling it Doobers. Get it? Yes. Doober. Doober. I get it. I just got to finish up coloring in a few more of these charts and bar graphs, and I'm taking these to Shark Tank. Good luck. <laughs> you ever watch that show, Shark Tank? Love, Love it. Yeah, I just don't like Barbara who sits on the end. She looks like Michael Bolton during the down years. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God. She always makes that face kind of like a horse face. <laughs> 
And my mom Phyllis was like, well, I ain't Barbara bidding on nothing. Well, probably because there ain't molasses or a salt lick in the mission statement. <laughs> <laughs> you guys laugh. Wait and see. I'm going to be a 10,000 heir for you guys to know it. All right. That's yeah. almost a millionaire, Donnie. 10,000 huh? Yeah. And breaks over here. Randy's all butthurt because I'll probably be making more money than him later. Yeah. All right, guys. All right. Your shoes. Thanks, Donnie. Have you seen these shoes, Chris? I did. I just tweeted them. They do look like... They look like nasty old yeah. shoes. You know what? Like I, you could buy them at Goodwill for I like kind of like five them, bucks. But that price point is ridiculous. You like these? I they think look- if they were selling those for fifty bucks, why they look dirty? You want to have dirty shoes? Um, I don't think that's. I, I think yeah, that- brand new shoes can sometimes not look good. You know, because mm-hmm. they're so bright and so new. I never got, I never got that. Yeah, the all white, white, oh, white. Like- right. Triple oh, the, white. Oh, these are, and I kind of like the design of these. I can't believe I'm saying it. I do, but I but well, eight hundred seventy bucks. I'd like to. We should based we based on the old Adidas. That if we could make a list, of people who, yeah. a list of people who buy these and put them in internment camps, I'd be okay with that. <laughs> you know, that's oh. a little rough. Not too bad. Right, we're going to round them up. Okay. Oh, if, if you're Lord. buying, if you're buying pre-distressed tennis shoes, you have too much money. And I get be, the pre-distressed. Need to, be, need to be put away and maybe oh, make make turn rocks into pebbles for our streets. The pre-distressed thing makes sense to me, but the price point does not. <laughs> No, I'm sorry. This is totally ridiculous. I have pre-distressed Gucci's. No, you need to do hard labor for a long time. <laughs> we have chuck holes that need to be filled. Potholes of your your person. pathetic, lazy, rich ass needs to be put down. Potholes. Well, I guess Seth person. won't be writing me any more cards from the Gucci store. Thank you. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> that, that's, it's like that thing you had yesterday. That purse that's the size of a book of maps. Well, that's yeah, that just thing's thing terrible. Yeah. For five hundred dollars, really small. Th- yeah, it's like it was stolen from um, a dollhouse. Yeah, yeah. It absolutely does. It's, it's that so was stupid. Ridiculous. It would just fit earbuds if that. Yeah, with earbuds. Yeah, yeah. Earbud is that dog. Oh, AirPods, <laughs> earbuds, earbuds, whatever. Uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not kidding. ridiculous. All right, let's move on, shall we? Hey, a recent study has found Americans spend nearly $40 billion recently on drunk shopping just in the past year. That's $40 way, billion. That's, dollars that's way buying low. And $38 million of that was, white, was White Castle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, way low. <laughs> According to the annual survey from Finder.com, 26% of the 2,000 respondents admitted to shopping while drunk. Only Chick. 26%. Food was the most common purchase. You were right. Yeah, if they're counting food, we're at drug uh, purchase followed by shoes and clothing. We're at twenty percent right here in Meath, at least. The average American spends Anybody about. Anybody else wants to admit it? Okay, I haven't, I haven't purchased anything drunk in a I while. I have. It's been a long time for me. Hmm. What'd you get, Christy? Well, let me think. Dilled. It was probably what? No, no, it was shoes. I'm a big shoe shopper online. Okay. The average American spends Dildo about seven hundred thirty-six dollars per year on drunk purchases. Oddly shaped shoes. Oh, for God's sakes! <laughs> They're not going to give it up, Christy. Millennials Just spent shout the most. It out. Yes, I bought a giant diesel power. I did not vibrator. buy a dildo. I have Sadie for that. She sends them for free. Okay. Uh, yeah. By the way, for those of you that don't know, Sadie is a represents a company that distributes them. Sadie is not her. Lover. <laughs> well, we don't know that. No, it sounded like she know. said, "I don't need, I don't need a vibrator because I have Sadie for no, that." No, Sadie Allison. I know you, Sadie you and Doctor Sadie Allison never hooked up, Chris. No, we've never hooked up. Not yet. I apologize, her. Sadie. Thank you for oh, the. You what? Hugged her. Hugged her. Oh. Okay. With your legs. Could we oh, move on? Jesus! Wait, it's wrong. Sorry, I brought this Millennials up. Millennials spent the most, followed by baby boomers and Gen Xers. Millennials, however, this is interesting, consumed the least amount of alcohol in the past year. 
Hmm. 56% of men and 44% of women admitted to buying things while inebriated. I bet there are certain types. There are probably certain types of products that more people buy while drunk. I just said that. But I mean like nunchucks. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. You know, know, stuff that... Rarely is it the necessity. Yeah, when you're sober, you're going to... I could be going, you know, I'll tell you what, when I get a break this afternoon, I'm going to go online and buy some nunchucks. Mm -hmm. Just one of those things you're... You know, half in the bag. You know what I need? <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm going to learn how to juggle. I'm going to buy juggling balls. I'll get those bowling pins. Hey, they're only 50 bucks. What a great deal. Um, wow. So. That's totally a guy thing. Women Booze is to that. Amazon what pot is to Taco Bell, I think. Booze is, is to Amazon what pot is yeah. to Taco Bell. Okay. You know what I'm saying? You, yeah. get, you, get, you get really hungry. Yeah. Okay. This now, Josh, you were whining about March Madness off the air. Um but I think there's two things that are great about it, or more than two, but you get to learn about some great colleges, yeah. which is fun. You get to learn where they are. Yep. You get to see their students. Also, Josh, you get to learn where obscure TV channels are. <laughs> <laughs> and am I right on this? Yes, but that's also why I was whining. Yeah. It, what do messes, you mean? it messes up my television habits. TBS shows many of the games, and yeah. I, I like to watch my friends reruns oh, and my geez. Seinfeld reruns. Really? And, TBS I mean, and Truth TV. Stuff there, you have on DVD already. Yeah. Yes. And the fact that you have a thousand channels on your cable now, and you are upset because you can't watch an episode of Friends. Yeah, I have to go. I have to log into Netflix and then oh, watch it on God. there. Oh, my Jeez. God. This is tough. Did you ever watch any videos of kids starving in third world countries that go, maybe uh, I'm spoiled? What do you think? We are spoiled. There's God. no doubt about that. I think it's, it's fun to hear about these. Co- I mean, there are many colleges you would never have heard of were it not for college basketball. True. Gonzaga. Sure. They be, they became famous I because no of idea. That. And sm- smaller, smaller schools that are great schools like Butler suddenly become very, well, not this year, but suddenly become they very present. They lost in the NIT last night. I didn't pick that game, as you know. I hate to nitpick. Uh, <laughs> thank you. Um, thank you. Thank you. I don't know I get, what he's listening to, but I he's killing. I get he requests is. for that joke several times a day. Uh, <clears throat> sure, it's a little dusty, but that never stopped us before. Uh, well, Christy, you continue to do that, but before you do, I want to hear what? about Pound Town. What was it again? A coalition wants to rename Dripping Springs, Texas. Pound Town. Oh, I hope they do it. Dripping Springs is a small city in Hayes County, which is west of Austin. The name would honor Dr. Joseph Pound, the town's founder. <laughs> a website for the initiative offers T-shirts, trucker hats, and workout shirts. Joey Pound! Blazoned with Pound Town, Texas. The Pound oh. family. So Dripping Springs? Yeah, that's, that's a terrible name anyway, but Pound Town, Texas, I... Everyone would buy T-shirts. You see his daughter, Trisha Pound. Oh man, yeah. Well, I've I've been down there, and uh, my daughter, of course, attended uh, the University of Texas at Austin, and I know uh, one of the dorms there is referred to as Pound Town. I I bet, yeah. (laughs) Especially during South by Southwest, (laughs) Southwest Baby Cave, as Bob would say. Northwest. I I picture Josh. I don't know. I just sort of see you. Alone, uh, I know you do. Singing, singing to himself, 
When you're alone and life is making you lonely, you can always go to Pound Town. But he wouldn't be alone then if you went to Pound Town. That's right. Oh, you can go to Pound Town alone. Pound Town. You want to take this? You can. You can pound. Oh, well, I guess you can pound it by yourself. That's more Beatsville. Jackson Hole. Yeah. Jerkin Junction. Jerkin Junction. What's your fun? Function, well, at yourself. Put my hand on my weed. Oh, uh, dripping Springs. That is, is a, a horrible name. Yeah, I mean, I, I sounds assume. Sounds like an STD place. <laughs> yes, it does. Come on down to Dripping Springs if you <laughs> sprung a leak, as it were. When you're... Do you yeah. suppose they have a slowly dripping spring fed pond or something? They must have something. Yeah. Got the herp. Come on down to I got Dripping the Springs. You do, Does sir. make you drip? I got the herp. I don't know which one's the drip. Which uh, one is the drip? I think it's... Uh, Gonorrhea is the drip, I think. Oh, it is. is it? The herp is the... Uh, is the uh, I don't know. Is, is shanker, syphilis right? the drip? Or, uh, is syphilis drip, too? I don't know. I'm glad we, we don't, don't know, We have to look actually. up the... Uh, hey, if you've got symptoms. gonorrhea, give us a call. <laughs> Go to uh, your... I'll have you know. <laughs> that would be great. Junior Windbag accidentally uh, uh, <laughs> outing himself. Yeah. Here's the thing. Hello, Bob and Tom Show. Hey, fellas. Hey, Floyd. Floyd. I've enjoyed your hippies, folks. <laughs> good, <laughs> good. You, yeah, for me, it's not a bedpan, but more like a drip pan when you think about it. <laughs> <laughs> I heard you talking about this March Madness house, everybody kicking the shine and doing the brackets and yeah. whatnot regular. <laughs> yes. You know, the thing about it is... These kids and coaches need to keep this in mind, of course. <laughs> you can't win this tournament in the first game, but you can sure as hell lose it. Yeah. Right. Goodbye. <laughs> That's it? Oh, it's uh, sage-like. Yeah. He, oh. he likes to incorporate his Daytona knowledge with it. Uh, wow. Well, well, you know, that's mm-hmm. uh, kind of a nice bromide. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Serious. So uh, you said Dripping Springs, Texas is near Austin. Yeah, west of Austin. Let me change the name to Pound Town. I think Pound Town, Texas t-shirts would be huge. Sure. The trucker hats, they said. I'd, I'd yep. wear one of those. Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't. I can't be the guy wearing the pound town. You would, yeah. Hat. You with the pound town hat. Come here. Yeah. I bet the or local. I bet the local dogs are worried. Oh, when? oh, master! I I don't want to live in pound town. I want to stay here with you in your truck. I love it here. Are there still dog catchers? Yes. Yeah. They absolutely. drive around in vans and sure. they have the big with, butterfly nets. With the net, yes. I don't absolutely. Think they have nets. They have like a. <laughs> Hook thing, hook with a, thing with like a, a like a right, little loop on the end. Yeah, yeah. yeah. absolutely. <laughs> How bizarre! Have you ever met a dog catcher? Absolutely, definitely. <laughs> absolutely, he's in a bowling okay, league with the dog catchers. You've met a God. dog catcher? Yeah, they had one of my dogs. Do they take them to? A I pound? had a neighbor who is no longer with us uh-huh. because I had him killed. <laughs> um, Wait a minute, you have my interest. Um, some jackass was walking his dog who came into my yard, and my dog wasn't very happy about it. Mauled him? And they didn't even penetrate the skin. <laughs> but so his dog penetrates my yard, and I'm the one that got in trouble. It's a yeah. long story. Ooh. Sure, sure. I got fined for having my dog in my own yard. But, um... Yeah, I had a nice chat with the dog guy. Interesting. A thousand dollars later, I got my dog back. Yikes! So, uh, <clears throat> yeah, that was an exciting day. Um, I just saw something, Christy. What'd you see, Tom? Today is a special day. Common courtesy day. Sleep in day. It's courtesy. Oh. Common courtesy Now, when courtesy we get day. back, it'll be courtesy. Could you shut up? When we get back. <laughs> okay, I'd like the record. 
That wasn't me. Okay? That was Christy running her trap. All right? Go ahead. There's today's edition of the Bob and Tom Extra for you. Make sure you catch us every weekday afternoon at 3. You can catch us on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. For the Bob and Tom Show, this is Christopher speaking. Have a great one.